From the campus of the University of Pennsylvania Wharton School, this is Marketing Matters on Business Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Marketing Matters here on Business Radio, Sirius XM 132. I'm Barbara Kahn, the Patty and J.H. Baker Professor of Marketing, and I'm hosting live from New York City, and I'm joined by my co-host, Americus Reed, the Whitney M. Young Jr. Professor of Marketing and the Brand Identity Theorist, who is also live, but he's in our SXM studio in Philadelphia at the Wharton School. Hello, Americus. Hi, Barbara. So I'm excited. I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan. As you know, we are 3-0 and as of right now. We're going to talk a lot of stuff about uh, various sports leagues and stuff, including the NFL, but I got to say, I'm a little bit excited. We haven't played anyone yet in any of, of substantial talent yet, but we are excited here in the Philadelphia. What are your thoughts? Yes, three and zero. Oh. Three and zero, oh, baby. I'm very excited. Yep. I much prefer winning. I got to say, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I co-signed that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really excited because we have an expert with us on our show today, and we're going to play our hit and miss game with Julian Cannon, who's the marketing reporter at Digiday. Hello, Julian. Hey, I'm happy to be on this show. Uh, nice to speak with all of you today. And I saw the Miami game last weekend, turned the channel one bit, came back, it was 70 to 20. I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> it's like someone yeah. call off the dogs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So, Americans, we're going to play hit or miss with Julian's yeah. story. So why don't you introduce the segment? Yeah, I love the segment, Barbara, because this is something that we absolutely adore in the show because it's an opportunity for us to discuss all kinds of things. And what we typically try to do is identify very important, interesting stories and then discuss them between the folks on uh, the program. And we either try to label these specific events that come up in the stories as either something very good, generally in terms of the marketplace, which we call a hit, or something very bad, generally in terms of the marketplace that we call a miss. And so, of course, the segment is called Hit or Miss. Hit. Bullseye. Or Miss. Just a bit outside. So, Julian, you were telling us that you wrote a story and then got more information about the NFL. You want to tell us what that's all about? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, when we first started speaking, um, me and the NFL, I'm saying, we was talking about the whole thing about how viewers are being increased due to the strikes and whatnot. And then next thing you know, the second question on that call, I asked them about that content strategy, and they told me they are opening their vault library Ooh. to content creators, Amazing. which is a very first for the NFL and a first for the sports league because I had to research this. Didn't find any other sports league doing this mm-hmm. because they're opening the vault for content creators and return content creators could use their um, licensed footage for them to get monetized on YouTube. Wow. You know, yeah. So wait, wait, was... let me try to unpack this. And you guys all seem impressed. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my head's spinning exactly why this is so cool. Oh my God. So what What this means is all the old plays or all the old games or yes. all the old everything that's been copyrighted or trademarked or whatever, legally protected by the NFL, they are opening yeah. up Every single thing in football history for Ooh. anybody to do whatever they want with is that on YouTube. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is correct. Um, yes. The only thing they can't get is the live game footage because Isn't... that's reserved for their broadcast partners. Now, th- to me, like I want you to get to uh, your perspective wow. on this. Yeah, exactly, Barbara. Like amazing, <laughs> right? Because the whole the content is like if I could go to a library. Right. And I and, and if I'm really in this space as a content creator, if I if I do this kind of stuff, 
it's like this is a treasure trove, right? I mean, I this is absolutely amazing to me because what it points to, Barbara, is something you always said, which is that we need to create different ways that we can co-create our brands right. with folks. And this is uh, this is like the best in practice way to do this. But it also opens up potential problems, right? I mean, in terms of can can you control the brand? I mean, does, t- tell us, Julian, do, do, do I create something from this archive footage and it has to be vetted first? Or how does, this, how does the process happen whereby I can go from access to all of this beautiful footage and, and all the stuff that I can use to a final product that I'm allowed to actually post somewhere? Well, after you submit the content you want to use, they got to go through approval process with the NFL. So they would approve the type of content that's being used, audio, video, images, and everything. So if they could use it, they could use it after the approval process is um, complete, which takes about two or three days from what I've heard. Ooh, two or three days. So did you talk to them at all about some of the things they're anticipating happening? Like, what are they going right. to look at? Great place, fumbles, yeah. um, oh political God. moments, you know? Yeah, like, right, what are they right, going right, to look at? Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, no political moments, of course. Yeah. <laughs> they want their Gen Z content creators to really have fun with it, as long as it goes with NFL's guidelines. Interesting. I, I think what's also interesting, Barbara, is the idea, to your point, that you know there's an opportunity here to to co-create for sure. But I think the the bigger picture here is that you know you're you're able to really now. And I want to I want to get your response to this, Julian. So I want to learn more about this. What's the sharing model of how, how do I make money? Is what do I share with the NFL? How do they make money? How do I make money? What's the split? How does this happen? I put my thing up on YouTube. Let's say I get you know fifty million hits or whatever. What what? How how do I get a check? I guess is the answer if I'm this content uh, if I'm participating in this content creation collaboration with the NFL. If you're participating, you're getting a hundred percent of it because um, it's going to be on your own account, not through NFL's account. Really. Not Yes, you're wow. getting 100% of wow. it. That's shocking to me. So, but wow. there must be some. So, why would they? Okay. I mean, I understand. Well, it's clear why they're going to do it. It's all old footage, and they're going to get all brand new audiences. Okay. They get to vet the entire content, right? Oh, yeah. And so they're going to do yeah. something like you were saying, Americus, co creation. Co creation. You know, oh, having wow. these younger consumers. Now, do you know, Julian, like what the demographic makeup of the NFL mm. audience is? Oh, Does it skew older, or yeah, are the younger question. people involved? Like, I always thought it was a young person's game. Like, I thought a lot of young people were interested in it. But is this a way to get more young viewers uh, it's skewered towards young because this is all started last year where they did their youth focused strategy of getting content creators on twitch and on youtube live to mm. comment on the game uh, do some good clips on it so this was a really extension of this to the nfl draft earlier this year which i got to attend thanks to the nfl interesting to see content Whoa, creators that film must a been lot fun. of content That's oh cool. yeah, it was very fun yeah yeah, yeah. Content creators <laughs> was filming a lot of content they yeah. was also hosting a lot of uh, tailgate parties mm. doing all kinds of fun things that's cool so it's an extension of two of those things that happened last year earlier this year to right now yeah that's interesting let me give you an example of how, how you might use this so one of the things that's super hot right now barbara i don't know if you know this but uh i'm sure the, i know <laughs> so the, the, the new head coach of uh, colorado is uh, a guy by the name of Dion sanders Oh, who yeah. is like, oh he, I do know that. You know, he's blowing up, man. He's a master marketer, master brander, et cetera, et cetera. So I, imagine being able to go in and get all of the Deion Sanders footage from when he's with the Falcons, the Cowboys, the 49ers, and to be able to like ride that wave.
wave of Coach Prime popularity and create like, you know what I mean? So it's like there's, I mean, there's huge value here. I'm just absolutely shocked that there's no, there's no monetization clarification here for the NFL. But I would say, Barbara, this is a huge hit. What do you guys think? Oh, I definitely think it's a huge hit to engage. I think because I have, if this is what you let in with Americas, but I do really, really believe this is that it is about co-creation and people do not just want to watch things. They want to be part of it. And this idea that they have the, they have the ability to vet something. So as Julian said, they're staying away from controversial content here. That's not <laughs> what they're trying to do, mm-hmm. but they're trying to get engagement and that's exciting. You know, like, I mean, this is a the NFL. Live sports. The other thing, Julian, you said, even though the writer's spark, uh, strike ended now, the yeah. fact that we haven't had fresh content for a long time, and sports has always been live and really something that people are interested in in the moment, this is an opportunity to build this incredible engagement with the younger generation. I think it's brilliant. I do too. Yeah, it's interesting. Let me ask you this, Julian. If I get access to this uh, this archive of footage, can I put it anywhere? Can I put it on TikTok? Can I put it on Instagram? Or is it only YouTube is is the partner here? Only YouTube, oh, um, for what I understand. Okay, not open to TikTok or other platforms. Oh, yet. interesting. Very very. So maybe oh maybe that's how they're getting paid, Barbara. Like YouTube has a like a partnership agreement. With the NFL. Yeah, I'm sure oh. they're getting some money to make it exclusive. I yeah. see. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Very, very Because cool. that's true. It's a, it's really a collaboration because yep. they're also building the young um, eyeballs on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, So yep, they're using yep. NFL yeah. as the, as the hook in some sense. Yep. And YouTube is the unique exclusive platform. Yep. And they're creating this. this co-creation. Yeah. That is, America's, well, how about you? Are you going to do something with it? Like you're creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm creative with a lowercase. See, as it were, but uh, I would, yeah, I would love. So how? Did, so it, it's free to become. You just how, how do I? Do I have to have a certain number of followers, Julian? How do I? What's a content creator? Anyone who says, please give me access to this footage, or how does this oh, work? Oh no, it can't be anyone. <laughs> you have to have a certain follower limit, Ooh. and you can't have any strikes oh. on your channel, and oh. you, your content oh. really has to align with that. Of oh, I see. Oh, that Barbara, there's your answer. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So they're yeah. crazy like a fox. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, very, very <laughs> they, cool. I mean, they're they're working with influential influencers. Yes, they're working with one platform, and YouTube, Google is a smart choice. Yes, and then the content is, as you're suggesting by your enthusiasm, very, very valuable, and they're careful mm-hmm. about what they're doing with it. Right. But that's what NFL is putting in incredible content. Yep. YouTube puts in the platform, and then they're going to try to. Uh, attract influencers interesting um yes and not just anybody but folks that are doing like you said barbara folks that are like that are advocates of this entire space you know and the thing that you asked the other way around it it, it's the nfl pay the influencers or there's no money crossing hands anywhere because you said the influencers get it 100 percent, but does the nfl pay them to produce content off of this youtube is paying them 100 percent. what do you mean youtube is paying the content providers Yes, because they can monetize from all those clips. Gotcha. But the NFL, Barbara's question, Julian, is is the NFL pay the the NFL does not pay the influencers. YouTube pays the influencers and YouTube pays uh, the uh, the NFL to get access for, for the exclusivity of the platform. Correct. Oh, interesting. That's brilliant. And, and so now you said NFL, Julian, is the only one doing this. Do you anticipate other yeah, people will question. follow? Great question. Great question. Honestly, I do because- Great um, question. It's got to. The WWE, they got a lot of uh, w- content creators, C- but they Punk. still get- Uh-oh. 
Yeah, Sorry. They still get uh, copyright <laughs> strikes all the time. Interesting. Um, NBA, they also have yeah. a lot of content creators. We also got with F1 racing overseas. Interesting. So this could really See, open the door for more sports leagues to do this as long as they put rules in place. I, I love this. Barbara, this is something that just popped into my mind with, as you were speaking, Barbara. This is brilliant because people are going to pirate your stuff anyway. So why not why not give them the give them the purview to be able to go out there and do it under your control give them the best right. footage you know what I mean it's like it you know the people are doing this anyway so it's like this is a smart way to sort of bring it all in house and then monetize it beautifully and then create this incredible gateway of these younger consumers that's what you said Barbara of these younger consumers like they're on YouTube and now suddenly they're you know streaming the yeah. games and they're really into it later on in life so let's like brainstorm a little Ju- uh, Americas you like thought about the Colorado coach Julian you've known this story for a while have you been thinking about some footage that you think would be amazing to do something with has that crossed your mind have you thought about it <laughs> not yet because I I love writing more than creating videos and creating okay. videos for me is a headache <laughs> gotcha gotcha all right, well, let, well, let's put it in your space, Julian, because you are a sports entertainment guru. So let's imagine you had access to all the WWE footage. What would you do? What would you do creatively in that same paradigm if, if it were to spread out, which it has to spread out to these other sports. I mean, it just makes total sense. What would you create in the in the sports entertainment WWE space? I would create a bunch of things with Hulk Hogan's lies over the years. <laughs> 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 wow wow that's Rand- a whole that's a whole that, different that's a different that. story uh, randy macho man savage is high-fiving you from the grave man so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> well played sir well played sorry barbara barbara's like what the hell is happening yeah this here? conversation's going out of my <laughs> but out of sorry. my league but i'm sorry. cool sorry. but anyway let me reintroduce you on barbara Khan along with america's Reed. this is marketing matters and today we're joined by julian cannon who's the marketing reporter at Digiday, and he's talking about some of the exciting stories that he's written, and then Americus and I are playing hit or miss with some of the ideas that he expressed in his stories. And so he just told us about this great NFL story, but he also wrote a very interesting story about TikTok. Um, Julian, do you want to tell us about your TikTok story? Oh, yes. Um, TikTok is opening, well, I wrote that story a while back, but they opened their own e-commerce shop to compete with other e-commerce platforms. And what I think is Hmm. interesting about this story is that people can literally directly shop on that platform instead of going through third party Mm. uh, websites. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Barbara, you talked about this. I I was a little bit suspect about this because I just don't see, I, I mean, it's hard. You made a great point, Barbara, about the notion of entertainment versus retail. And the idea that well, how does a consumer mindset like when I go to TikTok, it's it's I'm not there to buy really. So you got to teach me how to buy and treat it more as a retail opportunity and less of just me mindlessly, you know, going through all these things. What were your thoughts on that, Barbara? Yeah, no, what I was thinking is that, you know, TikTok is more like a media or media, a magazine right. or a newspaper instead right. of a retail channel. Right. But what happens is they create content, they create engagement, and a lot of it is about products or things that you can buy. Mm-hmm. And so now they make it easy for you to buy those things. It's clearly going to um, Interesting. increase sales. There's okay. no question about that. We've seen it happen before. And it actually changes into a new kind of yeah. shopping uh, p- platform like platform. what they do in China is live streaming e-commerce where you have these influencers creating these content and then they're 
purposely putting links in where you can buy these things. So Interesting. It's kind of um, it beca- it kind of becomes a retail channel, but it's not like a store or even an inco- e-commerce site. It's mm-hmm. instead a content site. The content site that's Media now site. Um, linked to purchases. Let so me... it monetizes the content site in a different way, yeah. and it's never really, really taken off that much in mm. the U.S. But it's yeah. taken off like wildfire in China. in China, and I don't really know why it hasn't taken <sighs> off huh. here in the U.S. And maybe it, it's yeah. just that we didn't have the right platform because the person, the platform who tried to do it before was Facebook, and it oh, didn't really work okay. with Facebook. Okay. Failed on Facebook, and they closed that Facebook store. But TikTok is a completely different platform different, yeah, yeah. with a different audience, a different set of content creators, yeah. and it might be the right place at the right time. Yeah, no way. Julian, I see you're shaking your head. Are yeah. you agreeing with what I'm saying here? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. So, Julian, I mean, you and Barbara, have you per- have you ever purchased any? I have not yet, as of now, purchased anything off of a social media platform directly. Have you Have you all done that yet? No, not me. No. Unless yeah. eBay counts. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's sort of like, I mean, yeah, it, it, Barbara, it's going to, it's, I've got some inertia here. I'm just not, you know, but, I, but then again, I, I remember I, at some point I had inertia with respect to pulling out a credit card and buying something on the internet. So I think your point would be that, you know, eventually it'll be one of these things where it's ubiquitous, right? Yeah, I mean, and like, you know, I'm a little bit more old school so that I'm not, I'm not, I do have TikTok and I do watch it and I can go down the rabbit hole like anybody else on it, by the way. But I tend to get my uh, media through print or it's now, you know, like what Julian was saying, I tend to read. So like, I'm happy, (laughs) Julian, you're still writing. Um, And so I'll read more. Uh, That's how I get my content. But if I'm reading about a product or there's some campaign that sounds really cool, the idea that I could click a link and Mm. order that cool product Mm -hmm. to bring it home, Mm -hmm. I think that's attractive. So I'm not particularly a user of TikTok kinds of videos. Gotcha. um, But but of the content that I do tend to prefer, which is print or Mm -hmm. or the written word, Uh I could see wanting to buy things off of that. And I'm actually surprised it never happened in the past. Yeah. You know? Like, why couldn't we do that? Interesting. Past, but really, like the New York Times has never really done that. Yeah, interesting. You know, That's or, super interesting, Julian. What? What? It, let me ask you this as well, Barbara. I, 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 this is interesting to me. Is, is the in that world of a social media platform that uh, has clickable uh, e-commerce capabilities? Is that a world where it's a winner take most? Where it's only going to be a few of these platforms? that successfully like break through and become sort of the dominant thing or is it like every it's 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 open to everyone because for me it's like i'm not gonna i'm not i don't think i would be on like instagram tiktok uh twitter you x i guess you know i wouldn't be on all of these things buying i would pick maybe one and and it would take a lot to get me to do that over amazon for example you know so i'm wondering to what extent this competition dynamic happen you know how how is this going to work is it going to be like everyone's going to get a piece of the pie is it going to be winner take most you know whoever's able to capture this what are your thoughts on this julian what I'm do you think up. i i think the more well, platforms we have the bigger this bubble is going to burst and only <laughs> two or three will be left on uh, one oh, of those two being tiktok and the other two i have no idea unless another platform comes out yeah. and it explodes like tiktok yeah but interesting the, Interesting but, thing but, about it is that the creators have creative freedom on how they want to have these videos appear on their shop mm. instead of just having, hey, here's a shop here, um, come right at it like it's an empty mall. <laughs> Got it. 
Yeah, but you know, I mean, I hear what you're saying about like of the big broad platforms that it's going to end up being a shakeout. There can't be a lot of those. It's probably going to be one or two. Mm -hmm. But what I also think we see in mature markets when there's a lot of competition is a lot of niching. So I suspect Mm -hmm. there'll be small specialized media that'll go to certain experts, you know, where you want certain kind of content creators that you trust and that are really expert. You might have deeper, more focused audiences there. In addition to the broad platforms that you're speculating yeah. about, yeah. Um, like a TikTok, which appeals to a very broad audience, mostly young, but a very broad audience. Right. I could imagine a lot of specialized media yeah, um, that's coming out of this. And the other thing, to your point, Barbara, the other thing that plays into this in a, in a more competitive market later on in the product life cycle is exact right. niching what you said. But the, And I think your point, Julian, is a, is a great point, which is then now that the format will determine that niche, right? So if it's a YouTube format where you can go 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, that'll be a very different consumer decision-making process that leads to a trigger of a purchase, pressing a clicking button versus TikTok where the videos may be really, really short and smaller. And you may have to see more of them before you're ready to actually yeah, do something. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It could yeah. change the content. So uh, I'm going to call you on something that you wrote recently, Julian, because I'm curious about this. You wrote a story, I hope you remember, it's pretty recent, um, on Champion um, and what it's doing. Uh, ah, can you tell brand. us a little bit? Because I love that brand. I, I love think that it's brand a real too. fun brand. Very fun can brand. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on with Champion? Oh, yes. Um, <clears throat> instead of going nationally with... Uh, trying to get more creators in this rewards program. They're trying to go globally. And their recent ad campaign, they it was their pitch to highlight a lot of um, local people who are not big name celebrity influencers. They Champion wants to really um, redefine what the brand really meant. Mm. That's, that's the key of the story there for what I did. And it was a really interesting one. So, how, what, so they so want to go back to their authentic profile. Okay. The, the Barbara, yes. what is it? Uh, and Julian, what's the what's the old authentic? Cha- describe the champion brand. What is its ethos? What is it? What does this old school authentic ethos mean, Barbara, to you? The champion brand. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you tell us now. Yeah, I, I'd rather him tell us <laughs> speak it more accurately than I will. But yeah, what do you, what what do you think, um, Julian? Prior to this year, I always thought it was just a sporting brand or a clothing brand. I, over the years, I couldn't really gasp what it was. Mm-hmm. And so, but what is yeah. it? What do you think it stands for? Like, what what's what 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 gets chosen? What's in the consideration set for champion uh, products, Barbara? Uh, in terms well, of- it looks like this strategy is to uh, really partner with some key influencers and use Revitalize. some of this, these oh, influencers to use some of their, you know, charisma and pizzazz to kind of revitalize. You know, Modernize. I think a champion is, a, yeah, like you know, they made the basketballs or yeah. they made. Some, it's yeah. very much a sports, sports brand, brand, sports brand, um, yeah. and sports clothing, sports, and the idea of taking that old legacy name, champion, which I think has very high brand awareness. Um, and trying to give it a little bit more, you know, youthful pizzazz so that it can yeah. compete in this very lucrative mm. sports apparel, sports um, biz- industry. I think that's the idea. So they're trying to uh, partner with some high-profile influencers like mm. Kylie Jenner or mm. um, Kendrick Lamar or oh, something wow. like that to get some kind of halo thing going. And, you know, like we're going to have to end now because we have two other um, – 
the guests on our show. But I think if we were going to summarize some of the things you were talking about, Julian, like, and Excellent. it really goes back to what America said from the beginning, is we're really seeing marketing being this collaboration, like, like really proactive strategies on the part of these brands, whether they're platforms like TikToks, brands like Champion, or NFL, which is a content producer, understand that in order to market in today's world, it's really about collaborating and co-creation, which is a very different advertising or brand building model than we've seen in the past. Uh, I think, uh, Julian, do you agree with that summary statement? <laughs> I agree because a lot of these brands are wanting to do more besides, hey, we got a 30 second ad here. Um, and I'm over here like, okay, 200 other people did this. <laughs> Yeah. So this way, that's another point. It's no longer, you know, because the ad space is getting smaller and smaller, 20 seconds, 30 seconds. But if you do this co-creation, you got a lot more time, mm. a lot more time to build engagement. Yes. You've got the influencers sporting your brand for you. Yeah. Like there's a whole lot of it. It's it's very smart strategy, Super but smart. I think it really is rechanging the totally. face of marketing. You're outsourcing so, your marketing. That's really wild. Yeah. Right. And partnering and also. Partnering. Yep. Yeah. So, Julian, thank you so much for joining us today. And where can our listeners go to keep up with you and all the stories that you're writing about? Sure. It's on uh, digiday.com. On there, I cover marketing. And also follow me on Twitter at Julian X Calibers, where you can see all my unfiltered thoughts about a lot of topics. Excellent. <laughs> oh, that sounds interesting. Well, thank you very much. Thank you all for listening today. We'll be back next week. Till then, this has been Marketing Matters. I'm Barbara Kahn here with America's Read, Business Radio, Sirius XM 132.